The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Well, it's time to kickstart your weekend, and we're going to do that through the good offices of writer, director, actor, TV presenter, star, man of charisma, <laughs> depth, <laughs> insight, skills. Oh, ta- Lord. Simon Delaney, how are you? I'm, I, first of all, I'm impressed that you can read my writing. Thank you very much, Anton, for that. I couldn't fit it all in. It just went on too long, but I, I did my best. How are you? I'm very good. Come here. I was thinking about you the other day, and I was wondering, have you ever done just a normal, proper job? Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like nine to five, go into a place the same every day, oh, maybe even wear a tie? Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had a variety of jobs um, from... From when I left school up to when I started doing this madness for a living, I was, I was mainly, I was a sales rep. So I sold everything from office equipment to life insurance, advertising. Uh, I drove a delivery van, delivered sweets to supermarkets. I've, I've held it. I've cleaned the inside of air conditioning ducts in factories. <laughs> I've had a variety of jobs, Anton, none of which are as glamorous as the one I'm currently doing, obviously. <laughs> well, steady. The air conditioning duct one sounds pretty sexy. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Getting into a blue boiler suit grabbing a hoover and climbing up a ladder and getting into an air conditioning duct is a wonderful way to spend a, spend a morning. Do you actually do it? It's, it's like Victorian England only made modern. Absolutely. You have to get into the oak. It's basically you are a Victorian chimney sweep with a Dyson over your right hand. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah, you have to get into it. It was a glamorous job, but uh, I have such fond memories from those days. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever find, I remember a, a friend of mine telling me that if, if, if on house renovations, you always wanted to be, or he always wanted to be the first person into the attic because every now and then you get into a house and somebody would have stuffed keepsakes or cash in under yeah, the roofing yeah. felt and you might be lucky. Do you ever find anything good in an air conditioning duct? No, mainly, mainly um, rats and mice who'd, who'd since shuffled off this mortal coil, which was a joy to have that thought in your mind as you climbed in there into a dark space with the light on your head going, God, I wonder what I'll find up there. I never found a Stradivarius or, <laughs> a, you know, <laughs> anything like that. They were always just basically roadkill on the indoor. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think you have to be glad for these experiences, Simon, because at least when you're having, you know, when it's when it's very early on a Saturday morning and you're you're sitting in Ballymount and you're thinking, God, I've a lot of live broadcast ahead of me. It's nice yeah. to be able to say, well, the one thing I'm sure of is <laughs> I, I won't suck a mouse corpse into my Dyson. No, this is very true, and you know what? I'm I am a firm believer in that in terms of. You know, developing a work ethic because I mean, I'm my first job when I was 16 during my summer holidays. I worked in a printing factory where my dad used to work, and I used to do 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and then do a week at night, 7 the evening to 7 in the morning, driving a forklift in a factory. And I tell you what, it gives you it, it does develop a work ethic in terms of getting up, going to work, doing your thing. Um, but the one sort of thing that it, <laughs> that I remember frightening life of me was the first time I got paid. And driving home, my dad in the car, and I think it was a check I had for eighty-one pounds, and I thought I was a millionaire. And this is the <laughs> late eighties. I thought, well, I'm going to get this record, that album, I'm going to buy that leather jacket, those shoes. And I said, he, my dad said to me, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm just thinking about what to do with the money." And he said to me, "Well, I'll tell you what you're going to do. He said, we're going to go to the bank and cash your check, and then you're going to give half of it to your mommy." <laughs> I said, well, oh, oh, that hurts. I said, "Well, half of it." I said, "For what?" And he could have pulled the car in, <clears throat> and he said, "For what?" He said, for all the dinners, all the washing, all the ironing, all the times she dropped you off, picked you up, all, everything. And I said, 
I said, so basically, I said, I've worked half the week for, for my mom to hand up money. He said, welcome to the real world. <laughs> and it was such a life lesson that I've, I've, ta- I've carried to this day, you know. I like the sound of your dad, Simon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he was an Arsenal fan. I'll hold that against him. But <laughs> what can you do? Ah, well, then, that in itself is punishment enough. That's karma exactly, wrapped up on yeah, the one exactly. ball. So uh, you mentioned driving forklifts. You're doing a thing on road safety, I believe, as well. Yeah, this is uh, so. This is the fourth series I've done with uh, Oddboy Media and the RSA for for RTE. It's we we've looked at driving habits in Ireland. We looked at uh, cycling and cyclist point of view. We've looked at the driving test, and now we're now we took on the task of kind of going around Europe and looking at what people are doing across Europe in urban and rural settings that we might be do might be able to implement here in Ireland because we have a road safety strategy here, which is called Vision Zero which is aiming to try and reduce road deaths and serious injuries by 2030 and eliminate them completely by 2050. Um, and that coupled with the sort of climate change plan that, that's now in, in place, and this is not a debate anymore, we have to do these things, we have to reduce emissions, et cetera, et cetera. We went across Europe to various cities where they've put things in place uh, and sort of asked the question, could we do that back here in Ireland? And which one and, stood uh, out for you? There were a couple actually. We were in we were in um, Barcelona and Bilbao in Spain. And Bilbao, they've, they've sort of done things and like they're not reinventing the wheel here. They've done things like, you know, pedestrianised certain areas of the urban of the city centres. They've restricted access for vehicles at certain times of the day. They've invested heavily in in cycling infrastructure. They've invested heavily in the public transport infrastructure because the whole thinking behind it is they want to encourage us to try and get involved in active travel. And active travel doesn't just mean getting up on a bike, it's also pedestrians, it's, it's public transport. So they've invested heavily in that with the result then that they've reduced uh, road deaths, or that they've reduced serious injuries and they've they've uh, reduced emissions because congestion is lower, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So, you know, no, it, these aren't new ideas, they're just the purpose of the programme was that, look, these are similar cities to ours, Dublin, Cork, Limerick, similar sizes, similar kind of produ- uh, population numbers. So if they're doing it over there, why can't we do it here? And we looked at, we went over to Wales to a small village, little harbour town where they, the local residents <clears throat> were just fed up with the number of accidents and injuries that were happening on the road. So they just lowered the speed limit. And, and tell us, reduced- who do I talk to to get one of these gigs where they, they pay me to go to Bilbao and, and Barcelona? Well, first of all, you're presuming that I got paid. <laughs> yeah, your mother got paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, my mommy got half of it. Yeah, no, listen, it was great. We did. We were, we were in um, Barcelona, Bilbao. We did the UK. And then we went to, we did an amazing trip over to Stockholm. And then we flew up about an hour and a half north of Stockholm to a place called Lulu, which is about 50 kilometres south of the Arctic Circle. Called what? As, um, Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is about 50k south of the Arctic Circle. And we were looking at, we spent a couple of days with the police and uh, seeing how they police the uh, rural settings. Because obviously in Ireland, like there are urban settings, but the majority of roads are in rural settings. So we're looking at road design. Uh, what's down the road in terms of safety features in cars, uh, how are the roads going to be better for us to use and safer for us to use. It's, it was a fascinating insight into what's coming down the road for us in terms of road users. But the key is 
that, you know, look, it's unrealistic to try and ever think that we make cities or urban settings car-free. That's not the point. It's not anti-car. You know, people live in the city centres. People work there. They need access. But it's just kind of an overview look at how can we make it better to be a shared road experience for all the road users. So it all comes down to planning, Anton. It's about if you build it, they will come. And, you know, people do when they're asked to say, oh, yeah, no, I'd rather leave the car at home. But I can't at the moment because I can't get any public transport in or it's too far to say. So you need to build the infrastructure first. I have to say my day is is effectively made, Simon, by the knowledge that you spend time looking at policing strategies in Lulu. <laughs> that's, that's just put a tin hat in it for me. Oh, so come here, gorgeous bank holiday weekend ahead. Other than work in the mornings, have you yet planned? Well, you see, that's it. For the last seven years, weekends have meant work for me. Uh, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, I'm over an iron day, I'm doing the show. But today, Anton, well, today's a huge day because our Lewis is uh, six and we're having a... So today, my day is made up today of a bouncy castle and 20 screaming six-year-olds. Magnificent. Feel free to come over. <laughs> <laughs> Will you bounce on the castle yourself, Simon? Well, the barbecues for the kids, the bouncy castles for the adults, yes. Yeah, so they're, they're aware of that. So um, I, I have my, my, I'm going to take my shoes off and I'm going to give it a go. I have to road test at that time. Oh, of course, it'd be wrong not to. Well, I just <laughs> while you're suffering, I mean, enjoying the party. Yes, you will be in our thoughts, Simon. The thoughts, particularly of those who are not surrounded by twenty screaming kids. Ah, uh, a joyful Saturday lies ahead. Asher, look at this great crack, isn't it? That's what that which doesn't kill us makes us stronger. I think was what Arnold Schwarzenegger said. Correct, Simon. Always a pleasure. The one and only Simon Delaney. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.